Hi guys and welcome to the third episode of Take Note. Uh, today's a special episode, we're joined by Logan, uh, also known as LC, better known as LC. <laughs> Full um, title. Yeah. LC the Alchemist. LC, LC the Alchemist. Oh yeah, LC the Alchemist. <laughs> so is that an official change now? You've, official um, change, yeah. Apart yeah. from, you know, the, the Alchemist was my first single released as LC the Alchemist. Ah. And that's really set it in stone now for everything. Oh, okay. There's no going back. I feel like that's a, that's a great place to start from yeah. as well. If you're like, you know, <laughs> coming in with that. Yeah, this is statement, who I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Statement. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, tell us about your last release. It was. Um, well, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure people knew the difference between the levels I'm bringing now to all the stuff I've been doing before. Because I feel like there's been a few jumps during the music I've been releasing. Like, okay, I've I've hit another level, and this yeah. one for sure is, you know, it's my the second track I've released that's all produced, mixed, and mastered by me. Um, and again, compared to the first track that was produced, mixed, mastered by me, the comparison is just like next level. So this is now a new beginning of, oh, you thought that was the top? No, this is now the <laughs> bottom. Going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still going yeah. up, still going up. Love it. Good stuff. Looking forward to hearing that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Have I heard of any of it, do you reckon? The Alchemist. No, like the sort of new stuff that you're on about now. Yeah, I mean... I'll play you weird things I've made on my laptop, you yeah. know, like stuff that's not even exported, <laughs> yeah, just weird yeah, beats yeah, and yeah, that. Um, nice. And I've got, I do have a lot of tracks lined up and a lot more things I want to get going. Um, coasting, actually, the track that I, I just made as part of my make a song every Friday type thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked it so much and other people liked it so much that I'm just going to release it as a single. Yeah, and um, nice. that's going to be dropping on the 18th, which is next Monday, I believe, nice. or Sunday, I think. Y your workflow oh, really? on that one blew my mind because you put it on your story or something, you were like, I don't know what it was. You had the you had the track done Friday, you yeah. did something else on Saturday, and then by yeah. Sunday you shot the video. I mean, well, it was more like I made the beat on Wednesday night, um, literally just lying in beds. Good. And then to the next day... I wrote and recorded the song and then that evening at sunset went out and shot the video then nice. got back started editing the video and then by Friday morning finished editing the video and then posted it cheers easy <laughs> all, all the best music is done literally in space of a week mm. like some, there's been days where it's been literally the whole night I've just stayed up until eight in the morning mm. got the whole track done and that's it sorted because mm -hmm. when you make a track that you just you connect with instantly that's yeah. all you want to do. Yeah. You're tapping. You don't want to do there, anything. You know? yeah, like, yeah. do, sometimes you even forget to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Six hours, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> do a little, I should probably eat. <laughs> when I was uh, doing this essay for the end of this year, I came across this quote. They said, making great music is keeping your eyes on a distant star. Jeez. That's mm -hmm. just like... That's deep. That's <laughs> it is, it's got to like, lock into it, it, tap into something. Yeah. Hold on, you know? And that's like... I always find like I don't know sometimes it's quite annoying because like I'll start something really late at night and then like I just won't want to stop and then yeah. you'll be like yeah as you said like fucking six o'clock in the morning exactly. and we'll still be going it's like and time just flies something. with music as well yeah you just, yeah. You yeah, just sit down and like oh yeah I'll just spend half an hour in it yeah, yeah. yeah I know. six in the morning <laughs> yeah because it's just so much tweaking and just yeah. like I don't know you're exactly. just experimenting with so much stuff aren't you? especially if you're perfectionist which yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. all of us are because <laughs> yeah. we're all fucking majorly into music so it goes yeah 
it's just towing that line as well though isn't it and just like knowing when to just take a knowing step when back to move on yeah. Like, yeah yes i find that quite difficult sometimes. yeah sometimes you just got to leave it and if the melody isn't coming just literally work on something else for half an yeah. hour work on some samples <laughs> you've recorded you can't force edit it. them you just can't. then come back yeah. to it and nine times out of ten you'll instantly know what's wrong with it yeah yeah and for sure i found that um because i have got quite a few tracks that i've that i know are not done they're missing something or other yeah, yeah but it's even been it was been over a year for some um that i knew had the potential to be great um but they weren't there yet and then a year later i've learned so much more i mean i've only been producing for like a year a year and a half anyway about, yeah, so yeah, yeah. with that amount of knowledge is actually so much more that i've accumulated from having not a lot and i can actually bring things to the track that I just couldn't have done couldn't originally, done you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, whether it be mixing or just ideas or everything. It's, that's why I, I think it's strange because some tracks you make in an hour flat or like, you know, one session flat exactly. and other tracks it's over a year for me at least. Yeah. Yeah. So literally. It's crazy. Who's got any more plans coming up then? Then you, uh, honestly, just for now, I'm just really just, um, trying to focus on the recording stuff. Um, I have got like, eventually, I've got uh, a single coming out. I'm not really sure when. It's, um, at the moment, it's the process of like recovering all of the stuff of the hard yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah. I had oh, another hard drive yeah. issue, which is great. A lot really? of it's backed up, but a lot of it's not, I don't think. So it's either just trying to recreate what I have done and just- Which, which track is it? It's, uh, it's the one that did, um, when I don't know if you remember when like Dream 26 came up and we sort of recorded like a little performance video for okay. it and it was like Sam was playing on it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, it was a nice track. It was a really mm. nice track. Um, but yeah, man, like apart from that, just trying to get that sorted. I've just been like making some beats, just enjoying my new laptop. Yeah, <laughs> you got a new, got got a new job as well, haven't you? What's that? Got a new job as well. Yeah, so just been doing this... Um, sort of new resident engineer apparently for, uh, <laughs> for uh two real records based in long sight i think yeah um so just been doing some work for them which has been really fun um just meeting like loads of sort of new artists yeah that's great cool. that's crazy that you're already wicked, yeah already getting paid to yeah it's, it's yeah. nice it's really really nice. excelled at that whole asset like yeah music one of, the, it's, yeah. It's one of the hardest things to do like yeah. i still yeah. fucking struggle with it i was yeah I'm not mm. asking you for help. You're <laughs> kind of the guy that's got to have that, got to have that like vision of what's what's going to happen with the track. You know, mm, yeah. like yeah, yeah. the artist. Obviously, they know what they want, but you've got to be able to hear it and put it all into yeah. the space. You know, yeah, hundred percent. And like um, just the whole technical side of things, I've really like taken an interest into because I feel like for for especially in the sort of songs that I like to make, like I like I like live instrumentation. And if you if you want that sounding amazing, like no amount of mixing is really going to sort it with a poor recording. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Something you've really you've got to do as much as you possibly can before at the you start. Even, yeah, and it's the same with anything, anything, isn't yeah. it? It's like it's yeah. got to be a good song yeah. before it can be a good production, before it can be a good mix, before 100%. it can. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. you start right at the at the base, don't you? And you build yeah. up from there. So just getting the foundation solid is like really important. So that's why I've been trying to. It's like with with beats and when. Rappers are spitting over beats. If the beat is dead, then the track is just dead. Yeah, Doesn't matter yeah. how good of a rapper mm -hmm. you are, yeah. it can't save a dead beat. Mm -hmm. But you can be a dead rapper and a good beat, and you can still get a number one single. Yeah, yeah. there you <laughs> go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So who's the real wizard there? <laughs> what about you, Eve? Um, 
So I've got a couple couple things in the works. Uh, next Friday, I've got my first first track outside of the, the tech house bracket in that, that sort of genre. And um, we say a liquid drum and bass remix of Rosie's. Rosie Charles track. Sick. Is that uh, your first drum and bass track that you released? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. release, yeah. Because, I mean, I've been doing drum and bass for six months now. Mm. And just Feels not, really, not really released anything just because I don't have any any contacts in the liquid scene mm -hmm. or in the in the drum and bass scene. Yeah. It's, all, it's all just in the tech house industry. And Do they never cross over? No. 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 <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> Everyone who's a house fan tends to tends to dislike drum and bass. Yeah. Everyone in the drum and bass scene yeah, tends that to dislike, is true. dislike house. And yeah. I can vouch for that. I think yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's I think it's just it's narrow minded though, like it's they're You're both bring, great genres. The gap on you. And yeah. like I get a lot of people who not like heavy drum and bass. Mm. But that's why there's liquid drum and bass. It's yeah. like yeah. it's it's the yeah, it's yeah, just there's chilled. no more boundaries anymore. You know, yeah, there doesn't exactly. have to True. be when you make music. Like exactly. if you want to, if you want to go for something, just go do yeah. it. Just Enjoy it. exactly, yeah. and that, that's kind of what this release is. It's just I'm self-releasing it. First time fully independent. Self-release. Yeah, yeah, sick. First time without a publisher or a label. Um, I think that will work because I think the attention that Rosie's got as well, like that's, recently, that, that's, 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 what I'm, that's what I'm hoping. You're bringing together your fan bases. And yeah, I think that will really yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. definitely, it will uh, be interesting. But if it goes well, then I'm, I'm looking to. I'm, I'm trying to do like a four track, maybe five track liquid drum bass EP. Yeah, so obviously we got definitely. got a track with you. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Logan, gotcha. will, um, I need to check that. I still yeah. haven't heard any of that. It's unreal. The it's fucking <laughs> yeah. The end of the end end part where yeah. you both are harmonizing together. Yeah. Oh my god, that yeah. that has really that's got to be the chorus. Yeah. It's gas. trust we um the whole vision's there. We tried to record it. Like I said, I've been so between different houses like we literally set up a studio in her shoe cupboard <laughs> <laughs> um but we just couldn't get it to hit right man yeah, we couldn't yeah, get yeah. the delivery right all the visions there yeah um we got we know we just want to have so many harmonies and layers and all of this um we got the structure sorted now as well Banging. um and i know you can hear it we can hear yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the vision is there man. it's the it's the contrast it's the contrast yeah. between your voice and jazz's voice and it's just Jazz's vocals are insane as well. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's like sounds so professional. Yeah. Like it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah she's so amazing. impressive. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, that's my plan to do like a five track EP. Get a load of artists on it. Obviously, get you, get you, get everyone on it really. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also want to do like a hip hop EP as well, and Sick. just do like five traps, uh, five tracks. Um, Again, get all you guys on. Mm -hmm. I'd be very um, interested to hear you make anything resembling that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing absolutely loads of it. It's kind of all I've been doing at the moment. It's nuts. I've been doing really everything, nuts. <laughs> everything but house, really. Like yeah. it's, uh, it's a bit, a bit mad, but it's. Uh, I'm just really loving the melodic mm. side of it, and I've yeah. I've realised where I shine in production is sample editing. Yeah. And I kind of always just shied away from it just because I hate the idea of yeah. using someone else's sample. <laughs> but <laughs> if you if I showed you the original sample compared mm -hmm. to what you were listening to, you'd be like, "For sure, what the fuck." It's, <laughs> like, it's <laughs> another level of music, though. Like it's you know to to make something completely original yourself is like 100 percent like credit to it. It's that's what people do. That is music. But if you can take something and just create something fire out of that then, yeah, yeah, yeah. then more power to you, mm, you know? Yeah, and I feel like the combination of 
original sounds with other other samples it's just it's just great yeah like, can i ask like what is your um process for that like do you have like a go-to thing that you try like say you uh, get a sample is there a go-to thing that you try like every time like so at the moment it's reversing the, the whole sample mm. yeah and just finding little little just melodies inside the reversed form original form mm -hmm. it just creates such interesting mm. just tonality and it's yeah. just yeah that or there's a nice little trick on ableton um where you change the warp function to beat mode mm -hmm. and then i can't, I, can't even, I don't even know what the button is i know is. the little arrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> drag it down and you yeah. can set it to like yeah. so it does it on the transients or yeah. it does an eighth note quarter yeah. note can and really it just make yeah into like sick percussion loops and you know when you only let it play through once and yeah. it cuts off the rest mm. and you can get these grooves exactly, from things yeah. that just never exactly. existed before For it's sure. so nice especially when you combine that with reversing that's yeah mm. heard it here first folks <laughs> <laughs> giving out cheat codes but now that's, so the, yeah the track the um liquid track i sent you that you and jazz yeah. are doing over pretty much every single instrument in that track is reversed um and that's why it's the original it's name backwards. was backwards yeah, yeah. um yeah. I think bar the piano. The uh, the saxophone. Is it a saxophone you use? Reversed. That is, that is amazing, man. That's so, um, I love that part. Just doing random things, just it just worked. And yeah. Just, yeah. Why would why would reversing a saxophone yeah. sample sound good? And it yeah. just, just there's something good. about those sounds though. You reverse anything, it just yeah. sounds so ethereal. I love exactly. guitars, yeah, like a, guitars reverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a synth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even like reversing it and putting like um, Ableton's auto filter, yeah, and then setting it so it's going like an eighth note and it's just opening uh, up and yeah. it just gives like like wobble effects. Yeah. Mm. Do you use like pretty much for all like sample editing when you're doing sort of creative tasks with that? Do you use like mainly just Ableton stock stuff? I pretty much all Only. of it is Ableton stock yeah. stock plugins. Mm -hmm. There's one tape saturator that I use that creates some like really weird sounds, but that's that's about it. It's all. What? Uh, which ones that? Um, J thirty seven. It's like an Abbey Abbey Rose. Um, oh, nice! Oh, the waves one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So good, that. so good. Um, Ableton's the one, though, man. Ableton actually the is thing. the you one. You can't like show me another door where you don't need anything else. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, my logic like, ass just sat here. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. In fairness, in fairness, Ableton doesn't have a auto tune, and Logic does. Yeah, that's built true. in, yeah, in auto tune. That is probably the only thing that you mm. need if you if you were to buy yeah. Ableton is is an auto tune plugin. Yeah, um, but I have, don't have an auto tune plugin. I've been all right. Just, yeah. work, just work with artists. <laughs> yeah, don't need, just don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Obviously, that wouldn't for work for me, stars, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll auto tune it before I send it. You don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. something that I've been thinking about recently is like how important it is to recognize like your improvements and because like it's so easy 100%. to just think oh like I'm not making any progress this and that but when you really think about it you're like actually yeah like I'm a lot better than yeah, I was exactly. a week ago like, like yeah for sure the more you learn the less you know and mm. that's why sometimes you can't actually yeah. see yourself making progress because you, you feel mean. like Oh, there's this I don't know about. There's yeah. this about. I don't yeah, know about. but so many different a year ago, avenues. You didn't even know that that about. existed. Yeah, yeah. True. and yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone. Yeah, everyone's harsh on themselves. Mm. Definitely, I'm yeah, definitely. I think the more you spend, because we've all we've all gotten a lot better since we started, and mm -hmm. I think that when you get that feedback from yourself as you know 
you make something, you're like, holy shit, I'm, yeah. I made that. It's like, whoa, this sounds mad. Yeah. And when you start getting to that point, it just it gives you, you stop relying on other people to tell you that this yeah. sounds good because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know about you, but I never trusted that in the first place, yeah. you know? Um, exactly, because even with your friends, like you show them your, you show them one of your tracks, mm-hmm. even if it's shit, they're going to go, oh, this is yeah, sick, yeah, man, yeah. just because they're your mates. Like, yeah. so. Or they'll go the other way and they'll be like, nah, this is shit, but I'm real with you. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm your friend. (laughs) Cheers, bro. (laughs) Keep you around. (laughs) (laughs) I think another thing I've learned from making such experimental music (laughs) is to, there's, there's feedback that I take on boards and there's feedback that I do not give a shit about. Like if you, if you try and, say you don't like this part of the song that I think sounds really cool I don't give a fuck yeah you know? exactly like, and how do you distinguish that like how do you distinguish those two things um, the person and their taste yeah. because yeah. taste is a lot to do with it 100%, 100%. Um, and then if it's more about like mixing feedback is always taken on board because it's yeah. you know stuff like that but creative feedback a lot of the time I trust my own vision and yeah. I know that my vision is very fucking weird to a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah. there's something that X said that always resonated with me. And he goes, I just knew if it sounded crazy to me, it would sound crazy to someone else. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you don't like it, if you don't like it, whoever the fuck doesn't like it. Someone's someone's I think it sounds sick. There's yeah. someone else out there that thinks yeah. it sounds sick. So, As well, that about like... Um with creative feedback, obviously it's it's your vision, so you're going to stick to that. But if you're getting some feedback on the actual mix, yeah, likelihood is that person probably knows yeah something yeah. about a mix, and mm-hmm. that's like when it comes to mix that there's like it's, it's less opinion based, yeah. I think, yeah, and it's more yeah, like this yeah. is definitely yeah. Too well it's funny because it's it's such a creative process, but there are also some sort of like standards that yeah. you have to reach regarding it, yeah. and it's yeah. like really like the strangest blend of like technicality and yeah. creativity and like it's, it's really like is is the most challenging thing i've ever learned yeah because it your your hearing deceives you so much yeah 100 and, and learning Ear to properly listen to something yeah. and to hear things and like it's it's so crazy and it's so abstract and like you know learning to like trust your senses and like yeah. really like fine-tune them as well is, yeah. is such a weird experience and like i think it really changes the way you experience um like sound like Definitely. i think there's two ways which has really changed for me is that and it's one of those quite annoying is that when i listen to music now i listen so analytically and it comes yeah. to the point where i don't <laughs> enjoy the song anymore I'm exactly like, there's oh, a little like, little thing you're listening out to the track and you can hear it all the time yeah. you're just like i'm not gonna listen to this track yeah <laughs> and another <laughs> thing is like um like when I, I really listen to like reverbs, like when I'm in different places now, like I really yeah. like, I hear the reflections in a room yeah. and I hear yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, what's going yeah. on. So I think like, it's just interesting like how it can really like change the way you perceive yeah. the world. 100%. I think your ears really do develop without trying to. I mean, I remember when I was, I just remember this one specific time EQing something and I realized, oh, I, that I'd heard a frequency that I didn't like, a resonance I didn't like, knew generally where it was, found mm. it, and take take took it away. Mm. But you've never you've never learned how to. Yeah, do it. it's just all happening mm. in and the I background. I couldn't hear it before, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't hear the difference between before I came to uni and I'm just playing my music on my shitty speakers yeah. and all of these these hissing and all of that. I just couldn't hear it. Yeah, and now I can't go back. Exactly. And I've never once exactly. tried to learn any of that yeah. stuff. Mm. It's, 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 just, it's, yeah. it's such 
a thing that you have to do through like experience. Like you can learn all the technical technical things you want, but in, yeah, until you actually really just it's just like yeah. putting the miles on it, in it. Like yeah. you've just got to yeah. like you know yeah. get the experience. You, out you've got to be. You had, I, I said this in one of the last episodes. <coughs> you've, you've got to be got everything, especially if you're mm, mixing yeah. and mastering your own tunes. You've got to be good with fucking everything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Especially especially mixing and mastering because if you're sending it off to a mastering engineer, he'll give you feedback and tell you what to change and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If you're mixing it yourself, you've then got to get it ready for yourself to master it and mm-hmm. then you've got to master it. And if there's something wrong in the mixing stage, mm-hmm. do you have you don't know because you yeah. you've just been listening to it for hours on hours on yeah. end. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna spot it and you're just gonna make it worse and you could actually just spend a whole day just wasted because... What does your mastering process look like? Because that's something that I I know. I've really... Like, I've done a couple tunes myself, um, but I just know there's always someone there that's better than me for yeah, me to give it to. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm adamant to learn myself. But um, I'm my Horizon EP that I released, the production EP I did, I mastered that myself and thought it all sounded good in that. But then... Now, that was in October. Um, now, when I hear one of those tunes come on a playlist of other tunes on mm. Spotify, I hear the difference in my master. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, hit yeah. right. Yeah. And I was wondering how, how you get your stuff to sound like. Um, my main thing, it doesn't even affect the music, but it's, uh, have you heard of Voxengo Span? Never heard it's of like it. It's like a frequency analyzer. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Is it gives you an in-depth. One? Yeah, yeah one, man, I know all free, and it's just... It's amazing, and yeah. it's so just—it's just a nice little, nice little guide, yeah. and a nice little rough sort of. I know it needs to look somewhat all equal, yeah. um, right? And, and so is that what you aim for? I aim for roughly, roughly for it to be equal. Mm. Um, obviously, there's always going to be a little dip in yeah. like the 300 hertz, 250 hertz. Oh, just, right, okay. You you want that? You want that little? You want a little gap there because you Trace want the bass space. base to be separated yeah. from the rest of the track. Sure. Um, but generally, you want it all sort of in the same area, mm-hmm. and you don't want shit peaking above. I think it's—I can't remember what the um, what the reference is. I think it's like minus thirty. Yeah. Um, but that's always my first step, and then corrective EQ, and then a bit of additive EQ. I've got like a—I um, actually it for free. Actually, it was uh, like an analog EQ uh, emulator, um, just give it a bit more warmth in certain certain mm-hmm. areas where I feel like it needs it. Um, yeah, corrective EQ, compression, mess with the stereo field, get it get it mm-hmm. sound a little bit wider because yeah. everything will just naturally be a bit, bit narrower. Mm-hmm. I, I proper noticed noticed this when you released. Um, what did you actually call the EP with Sonder and uh, Sonder? Oh, okay, <laughs> when you, yeah, when you released Sonder, I proper noticed you fill the space left to right, front to back, yeah, top yeah, to bottom, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you proper mm-hmm. fill it. It's like, it's really good. That's really powerful. Like, it's a really powerful tool. Like, and it's, you know, not necessarily like, it's a shame because I feel like not a lot of people get to experience it that way. A lot of people listen to like yeah. music off like, you know, a shitty speaker off like their yeah, phone and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. when you listen to like a really well-mixed song in headphones, it just like explodes. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. Like, like, it's just like, you can amazing. feel the like, mm-hmm. the space. Yeah. It's like yeah. crazy. It's so yeah. sick. So I feel like I'm still not at the quite there with the the mastering. I feel like I feel like it, I can do it a very good master, but there's there's still room for improvement. Yeah. But what it's fucks me is, off is, it always is. What always fucks is. me off is that you do it in like an untreated room, just with your like like, <laughs> like what? How is that possible? Like it's just annoying. Like <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, to be fair, our room is literally completely untreated. Yeah, isn't it? Um, that blows my mind. I think it's it's just a combination of using ref- reference tracks as well. Like mm-hmm. You you have to use reference tracks. Yeah. Same with the frequency analyzer. It's just a nice just guide of yeah. this is what it should look like. And if mm. what you then you do you do your mastering chain and it looks the exact opposite of what another professional track that's already been released yeah. is then yeah. obviously you know you've you've fucked up somewhere mm-hmm. um it just helps you refine it and just yeah but all like multi-band compression sort out the low end if you've got sometimes you'll, you'll have bass notes that'll go too high and they'll have like a resonant frequency that just sounds awful mm. multi-band compression sorted cool um this episode's getting techy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. A lot of gems. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to be home just like, I wish they for the funny stories, like, yeah. chatting about frequencies. And <laughs> yeah. I've got those those questions. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do that. So first one from my close friend, Cal. Shout out to Cal. Um, I knew Cal would come with something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a banging question, I'm not going to lie. So it's, uh, what's your opinion on the Warehouse pro- Project monopolising the rave scene in Manchester with Oof. exclusive contracts? Okay. Exclusive you might contract. have to you might have to explain that to me. Yeah, so basically if you get scouted for Warehouse Project and you're set to play in December at one of their events, mm. they make you sign a contract which means that you can't play at any other venue in Manchester. For how long? Up until that performance? I'm not sure. I think as soon as you sign the contract. Yeah, but like surely there's a day after that you can Yeah, yeah, yeah. there'll be a day after. I think I assume after you've After uh, the performance. Yeah. But right. I, it could even be for longer. It just depends yeah. on the on the contract. I, I mean, is I know, <laughs> I know why they do it. It's because Warehouse want Warehouse Project want to offer yeah. that exclusivity. Like, yeah. Great, you yeah. can only see this. Great way to build hype. Really that good way to really build hype. Exactly. You can't deny that. Yeah, for great sure. way to build hype, but it just absolutely shits on Checking every single fucking venue yeah. and yeah. the artists. Because like, they've taken them all, man. They've taken exactly. all the yeah. best yeah. artists. Exactly. You're saying we got nothing unless we go to you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Like it is a good business plan. Good business plan, but awful industry. Tight for everyone else. But But the industry doesn't even care about the industry. Do you know what I mean? They just care about the money. The industry is run by people who don't even make fucking music. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all just dickheads. They're all just after money, and that's just not what music is about. Mm -hmm. And that's what just vexes me all the time. Yeah. But like in a. It's gonna sound mad selfish, but like with those exclusive contracts, it kind of does open a door for upcoming artists because all the big ones can't get signed, can't can't play at these smaller venues. Mm, that's true. That is true. That's right. That's why we hop in. Right. Okay. <laughs> but that makes sense. While it's while it's taking something, it is providing like opportunity as well. Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's having more harm on the industry than it is promoting it. Well. Yeah. yeah, I do think you're right, though. It gives an opportunity that we can make it something yeah. great for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, but again, it's still, you still got to be in the right place at the right time. Hey, that's yeah. uh, that's the industry, though. That's, that is, that's yeah, all yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That look. And you just got to be lucky enough I've to meet one of those people, agents. Um, small groups uh, try and throw their own nights, and even those are getting postponed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. really. Is it opening that door because we can't yeah. throw events anyway? Yeah, yeah. true. For right now, <laughs> very right true. Now. Yeah. You know, I've had, I know a couple of events around these times. You know, the post what was it, twenty first sort of day that they said you could do stuff, and they've now been postponed to freshers. 
Yeah. So it's not like they're happening anytime soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a good question from Cal. It was a fucking banging yeah. question. <laughs> okay, this one. This one's a good one from uh, from my flatmate Al. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys weren't into music, what would you be doing? Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> like if, Nothing. If you were, if weren't a rapper, you weren't an engineer. Do, do you see yourself in <laughs> any? Definitely. Teacher. Teacher. What? Yeah, I'd be probably like English or something. Yeah. Like, yeah something you, boring. Yeah. You, I, I was doing a linguistics degree like, before. Oh yeah. Oh true. shit. Before, yeah. Uh, yeah. You knew. And I hated it. I just spent all my time making beats. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> going to <laughs> lectures. <laughs> and like, I've been thinking about it like, a lot recently and just like how important it was for me to make that jump yeah. and True. just like have the courage to stand up and be like, actually, this is not what I want to do. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so I, my whole life, I'd made decisions based on what I thought I should do. Yeah, exactly. And it's what, not like, about what you should do. It's about what it, you actually want to fucking Honestly, do. I chose all the shittest GCSEs, all the shit, like, like I just did stuff that I was like, oh yeah, this will probably be like good for me. Yeah. This, this will look good on my same. CV. Yeah, same, like, exactly. when the fuck, fuck what, GCSEs, <laughs> you do not even put them on your CV. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> like yeah so I just, yeah. maths at a level like why yeah. like there was yeah. it did not it just made yeah. it more difficult yeah. to get into spirit <laughs> studios like yeah. <laughs> yeah and like i think it's just important to do things you love and like things that you're passionate about because if you do stuff you're not passionate about you won't work hard at it and you yeah. just make it it's so hard for yourself it's where all the pointless. best shit's made it's pointless so like people being genuinely passionate about what they actually yeah. want to do yeah so, whatever that may be you know exactly even if that is maths or just science like yeah, exactly. whatever it is like, like what would passion. you be doing yeah go on like, film film yeah yeah, fair. yeah and ultimately i get into directing I definitely oh, start yeah. off with cinematography. That's that's been because I mean I studied film and media at A level. So yeah, yeah. truly, if I wasn't doing music, I would be doing that. Um, mm. I make I've made most well two of my music videos. I directed and edited myself. Obviously, coasting I did myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, like I I just wish I could be behind the camera and in front of it at the same time because yeah, yeah, I've yeah. just got this vision of cin- cinematography, um, and I do know ultimately it will come full circle and once I'm more established, I'll get into... It's a great... Like, we can just get your, yeah. If we just get you like a massive selfie stick, I reckon <laughs> you'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to... You know, some people are making crazy music videos now. How it's, yeah. how it's... You know, think about how music videos started as just a band setting up and, yeah. and filming them. That was it. And mm. now it can be anything you yeah, want. Yeah. Anything. A whole like, concept. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know Forte? Their, um, yeah. their track, Baby. Have you seen yeah. the music video oh, for man, that? I haven't seen That's the music video. Sick. The music video is one of the best videos I've really? seen. So they hired a professional drone flyer. It they, doesn't what, look real. It doesn't look real. And yeah, like, they just fly over all these incredible places and they like go in between buildings. Like, sick. It yeah. just is is mad. It's and it all, so good. Like, the way they transition from it, that, like they'll go down a waterfall and then come up in like a desert mm, and yeah. it's just... I have to check that amazing. out. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's unreal. I'm, I'm really tempted for for this liquid drum and bass EP to hire a, a drone. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, Didn't you yeah. have some guy in Iceland? That was, yeah, it's, it's not even, it's not even like that, that expensive. Um, yeah. And yeah, he was, I, know, I know a couple, I've been to Iceland before, so I know like where the, uh, some decent spots are. Mm-hmm. Decent get, spots. Get a bit of, <laughs> everywhere in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everywhere. Spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you might end up with just like a desert no. of snow. Though, yeah, no, it's mean, not even, like, it's like a, when you get off the airport, yeah. you literally look out and it doesn't feel like you're on this planet. It's like, like barren. Really? It's just, it's like molten, like 
lava that's just solidified. Yeah. Is that what just, it is? A volcanic island? Yeah. For, that's all you can see. You yeah, look around, yeah. it's just it's just that just like dark black rock just everywhere. <laughs> and it just, it's, it just generally feels like so surreal. And Sounds cool. Yeah. What would you be doing? Float drone flyer? Drone <laughs> <laughs> Um I don't actually, I don't know. I'm kind of into a few things outside of music, but none really that I could see myself doing professionally. Mm. I've always been into drawing, um, but I only really, only really like pencil drawings, not mm. like no painting or anything. Yeah. Um, should have done that A-level instead of fucking maths. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day, like maybe even football, something I did from like when I was eight and just when I started getting into music, I just stopped playing football and mm -hmm. just, yeah. but like th there was a point where I, I was I was doing quite well, I was uh, playing for Mackin District and I don't know, even even just playing five side at the moment, I just, mm. I still feel like there could have been yeah. a, another life where I, I, I could have yeah. actually gone. Pursued that. Could have. Could have done well maybe in football, and, mm. but yeah, it's just it's kind of like a bizarre, like none of them really interlinked, like yeah. Yeah. pencil drawings, goalkeeping, mm. and making music, like <laughs> three of the most <laughs> completely different things. Hey, it's uh, I feel like you, you like you get to that you get to that point where you have to make a decision about what you're gonna do in your life, you know? Yeah, and 100%. if you put so much time into music already, it'd feel mm. like a waste if you just yeah, didn't go with it. You know? mm. 100%. But you shouldn't let that, like, restrict you. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Like, yeah, you yeah, should, yeah. You know, you should do whatever you, you feel like you need to do at that point. And, like, you know, I think, I think, but with music, I think it's always, I think if you are really into music, like, you will always be, have some sort of need yeah. for, like, a creative endeavor. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Um, and that's what probably links all them three things, like, I think football is creative in its own sense. Yeah. Um, and drawings, like, certainly. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sam, what would you be doing, man? Well, I'm not sure, you know. Because uh, <coughs> when I went back home recently, uh, my mum told me about a conversation we had when I was picking what I was going to do at uni. Mm. And I don't even remember the conversation that well, but she was like, I, s I said to her, I can't imagine actually doing anything else other than like music and guitar yeah. it's, mm -hmm. it's just like it's what i love mm -hmm. um you know it still applies like i was uh at a levels i was doing geography and doing philosophy and ethics and i really loved that like forming the argument in philosophy and ethics that was something that i really like really loved and but then seeing the world in geography that was something else mm. yeah. so could, i mean could have been a lawyer <laughs> hey, the my dad actually always, he was saying he thought I would end up being a lawyer because <laughs> I could just uh, have an argument really well. But uh, yeah, yeah. but I don't know, just got to that point and I was just like, this this all can, if I if I didn't go for it, I feel like I would have, like, you know. It would have been a hole, you know. That you yeah. Like, it was yeah. just yeah, like exactly. what could have been. Yeah. And you'd just yeah. be, you'd be one of those people that constantly are just like, oh, I wish I'd done that, I wish yeah. I'd done this, I wish I'd have. And just taking that, just taking that step, yeah. having the having the opportunity to do that though yeah. is is something that we're blessed we with. Are, yeah. We're I so think. blessed Completely. to be able to do it at uni is yeah yeah amazing. And like the amount of, amount of people you speak to, and they're just like, oh, I wish wish I could have done this. Wish, mm. yeah. wish I stuck with this. And to be fair, like ninety percent of them, nothing's stopping them from starting yeah. now. Like mm. just if you want to do something, just fucking do it. Like Literally. I think it's do interesting it. that um, sort of 
you know, we've all come to full-time education for like music, you know, when that's not necessarily something that a lot of it's musicians do. It's not classic at all, it's not, yeah. Um, so I don't know, like what are your guys' like reasoning behind that? Like what was your motivation what, to actually come to, uni to uni and like really study it? Mine, mine was, I just, I felt like I was, I was missing that sort of final, final stage of mm -hmm. getting to the point where I could mix and master my own tunes. Yeah. Because the first, first tune I released was, it was like three days before my 18th birthday, literally as I was leaving sixth form. Um, and yeah, it was the track I did, yeah, basically I came to uni to do what Panama did on my track. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which, this is the other artist involved, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, Contacts, mixing, yeah. mastering, and just being able to create a yeah. three and a half minute long professional yeah. track. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't at that stage. It was like, I, I still, he, he probably he would argue with this, but I, I, I still believe I did about 90% of that track. <laughs> <laughs> but without his 10%, it was yeah. kind of the most important 10%. Mm -hmm. yeah. he, he was the one who had the label contact. He was the one who took the track from a non-professional track yeah. and took, made it professional yeah. and just finished it, finished it all off. Yeah, seeing that, seeing what you, what you could be doing and what, like seeing that opportunity, like, well, come past Yeah, up. exactly. I would have been stupid if I said, said no. And yeah. I, I actually only got 20% of the track, even though I did 90% of it. Mm. And, but at the time I was like, yeah, it's going to get like 20,000 streams at absolute most. Like, mm. Yeah. Sit at, what, what's it at now? Summit, summit, stupid. <laughs> um, For me, it was a, uh, it was like yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't see myself going to uni to do something that I didn't love. Mm -hmm. yeah, like exactly, like I, I loved physical geography. I thought was sick. Like when you can learn about this process, then go out into the world and see look it. at it and yeah. see it and be yeah. like, this is how our world works. That is sick. Fascinating. Same with philosophy, like constructing an argument seeing how people think like it's amazing but i couldn't imagine like going to uni for three three years to do something that i that i didn't really, actually yeah. love difference between interest and passion for sure there you go like yeah, and, and that's something i learned the hard way of like doing a degree for a year that i've i found yeah. interesting but i did not love it but did you did not the, get you know, that's, brave thing, that's though, what's you know? great though because yeah. most people they'll go to uni and I say fifty percent actually hate their course mm -hmm. and they just carry on. <laughs> in it is so common. And it's painfully it, common. And they're in the same position as before they started. Exactly. Yeah. What, what what next? Yeah. yeah. Still, still, still complaining like, oh, I hate yeah. this. So why the fuck have you just done a four year <laughs> yeah, degree yeah, at uni for it? Like, yeah. In it, it's it's But we were talking about this earlier. Is that actually it's kind of a privilege and a blessing 100%. to have something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Because not everyone does, yeah. or not everyone realizes that they do, it, yeah. or has the confidence yeah. to do it. So it's, it's you know, yeah, we're, yeah, we are incredibly lucky. Taking that step, being like, hang on, this is actually something that I love that I could just go with. Yeah, but I still, I still think that everyone has a passion. Yeah, truly. Whether they're just they're too embarrassed to do it, whether they're too in their own head to to start it up. I think mm. everyone, no matter how small it might be or how bizarre it might be, everyone has passion yeah because mm. that's kind of what makes you human yeah mm. if, if you know if you're not passionate about your something, passion is your purpose ex that's exactly like 
Hey, what someone is... clip that, put an R T shirt. Mate, he is Mr. Coat this guy. Dropping gems all the time. But yeah, what about you, man? Like, what was your motivation for? Um, I was completely against uni when I was leaving sixth form. Mm-hmm. I did not want to go to uni. Oh, really? Um, and then I found this fashion course because at the time I was I was making my own clothes and selling them. Um, and I've always been into fashion, so I found this fashion business course. And I was like, right, I'm doing this. Let me learn how to do that pro- properly. And it was a one-year diploma, which was free if you went straight from sixth form. Um, and then it meant I could move back to London. And that was just a no-brainer for me. That was it ticked all the boxes. I could go back to live in London, um, do fashion. The course ended up being shit, bro. Mm. Like, Fashion Retail Academy, do not sponsor me. You were trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was that year in London that I bought my mic um, and started making shitty tunes on SoundCloud. And by the end of that year, I was like, this is it. Um, you know, I'd been so writing tracks, right? well, writing just songs in my bedroom yeah, for a yeah, bit. Yeah. And then I got Audacity, recording oh, a track yeah. and that, oh, and then yeah. went, nah, nah, nah. That's FL Studio, well. <laughs> that. Yeah, and I was sick. recording, the whole time I was in London, all I was doing was re- recording vocals over, over type beats. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then... I put out like one or two singles, beefed myself up and then these guys accepted me and then came here and I'd, I never made a single beat before I came here. Really? Um, I Jeez. just... That's mad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the progression that's crazy. Mad, yeah, bro, the progression obviously. is... Like, I, remember, is I remember you telling me that, that this, you know, this... When I met you, like, what, I think at the start of your second year yeah. and you've been like, you know, I've been doing this for a year. Yeah. Blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Blew my mind. Um... And like, I think it says a lot about like the way you learn, um, like in terms of, you you know, you can be doing something for four or five years, but if you've not been like learning in like an effective way yeah. and you've yeah. not been having the right sources or just, you know, I think like that's something I really had to like develop is like knowing what to, what sort of information to take in and how to apply it and like yeah. how, you know, to like improve off of that um is like really important um but yeah man like you've been able to do that like so successfully and it's so sick sick to see is there any more questions oh shit i kind of forgot we're answering questions (laughs) (laughs) um there was one more um but yeah so this this was for me me and you finn Mm -hmm. how does your understanding of music production affect how you dj I don't even DJ. I don't know why you directed that. (laughs) (laughs) You do DJ. Vinyl, bro. Yeah, exactly. You could spin fucking vinyl. I did for my assessment. Um, But like, in terms of that question, I I don't think like, I don't think I've done enough DJing for it to like influence my production. But I see how DJs like, um, people who I see who are DJs who then go into production, I see how it really influences them and like Mm. gives them such a leg up in the same way. If you are really good at an instrument, it gives you such a good basis for for production. And like, I think it's exactly the same with DJing because you understand, especially DJing in terms of mixing, because you really understand how tracks sound and like how they're supposed to sound, you know, it helps much with like a, like a technical yeah. input. I feel like it yeah. helps so much with like melodic mixing and yeah. just... Well, and you understand how sounds pair as well. Yeah. That's, exactly. Like yeah. you can, exactly. You start to learn how a track like bounces, the sort of feel it's getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. What, what track works. And it actually DJing helps a lot with the production side of it because mm. 
hearing a track play on huge speakers yeah. in front of people is going to sound 100% different to yeah. you just sat in your studio mm-hmm. with, your, with your small monitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you learn which tracks sound incredible loud. Yeah. <laughs> because you're not sat in your studio yeah. cranking it all the way up. <laughs> mm-hmm. A, your neighbors purposes, will fucking hate it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. If you're making something, just be played in your bedroom. It's different from if you're a DJ and you go, right, I'm making music that I would want to be in that crowd listening exactly. to. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And so like, fit. Yeah, go on. That's, that's what I feel like all of my house tunes that I've made, that's always been my my main goal is... Get people yeah, I, I want people. I want, yeah. I want it to be played at clubs and festivals. Yeah, I don't want it to... It's not a sit on your ones in your headphone room. Headphone music. Yeah, it's not headphone music. It's, I, feel, I feel like that matters. You need, you need context with, mm. with your music because... If you don't have context and you don't really know like who the track's going to be, who's going to listen to it, then you just, yeah, you're just missing the whole. Yeah, you've got to have a direction, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to have at least some sort of idea of who's going to listen to it. Otherwise, mm. no one's going to listen to it. <laughs> like, true. It's um, yeah, definitely direction. Mm. But that's that's why I feel like I'm, I'm I'm at a bit of a weird weird stage because I'm kind of sort of like. My path is splitting off into like three different, three different genres. Like I want to, yeah. I, I want to mm. do a load of hip hop. I want to do a load of liquid drum and bass, and I also still want to do a load of house. But you can and do, yeah. There's nothing yeah. you can do all of them. Yeah, you know what I mean, that, that's kind of what I've realised that I can, yeah. I can just do. But and your sound is consistent. Like you, even, even with a tech track, with a drum and bass track, with like a hip hop track, like you, it's distinctly you. Mm. Like you do that's have a sound, and yeah. like. Yeah, I think that's like really that's an important aspect of it because actually, the fact that you have like a sound that can span across three different genres that yeah, means you don't yeah. have to choose a path that yeah, you can true. have this sort of consistency. I feel like the only time it could it could like let you down is if putting time into these other places is like taken away from the others. So as long as the yeah. the like workflow is still there and it's mm. sound. That's that's like really what I'm feeling at the moment is that I'm spending too much time making hip hop beats and mm. liquid drum bass tracks that I've, I've literally made one house track in the past like two months. Mm. I feel like That's it will open you up to so many other avenues. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing house tech house. You can, you've established yeah. yourself to some degree there. Mm-hmm. If you make a bunch of hip hop beats, you can f- get featured with so many artists yeah, 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 yeah. and it's just all these sure. little, the tree is just opening up yeah. to all these yeah. different things that are all going to come back around to you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think it's important not to stick to one genre. Yeah, me yeah. too. I mean, me too. Yeah, I think yeah, like, man. you know, there's you see so much, so many paths crossing like nowadays. Um, like, you know, like slow tie and Amine on a disclosure tune. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who the fuck thought yeah. that would happen? <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think it's important not to like stay. In your Just gives you middle. more reach as well, don't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I try, I try to do like a, a mouse outfit type thing. Oh, sick. Just, mm. I think that would, that would just be sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, just don't rip off all your artists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, was that? Um, yeah, it's beef, it's beef. Really? Yeah, yeah, like a lot of... Because um, their name goes first as well. Man, that's what... A lot of artists that like talk about their experience of mouse outfit like is quite negative. That's why you don't <laughs> see the sort of same artists on their sort of classic tunes back in the day. You sort of see much smaller... Yeah. up-and-coming artists now um, is because like I heard a lot of it from Pitch 92 and Sparks and then another female artist I think just talking about how they would never get a cut of the royalties and they would do, would do it like, especially Pitch 92 like he 
he produced it. Do you know what I mean? Like he produced Jeez. them tracks and Jeez. like under under that sort of label wouldn't wouldn't even get like a name feature and it's all just that's fucked, fucked man yeah yeah Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> yeah they're no so, longer my idols <laughs> <laughs> but the music is sick like yeah. the music yeah. is, yeah. is so sick um, i'm re really rating their their shit at the moment um with that codge guy uh, that's I who i want to i want to get a track done with him okay he's got that that scouse Mm. voice that oh, just I sounds sick that. when he's rapping yeah um, I, I think I think a lot of those uh, artists that are working with Mouse Outfit currently like are definitely more accessible than yeah, 100%. they were so. um, have you guys heard of Wanda yeah yeah I think through you actually she's, she's so sick she's yeah. unreal she's so she should be one of the top artists yeah. like I, I, I said last year that she'd be one of the biggest artists by now and she, mm. she isn't and I feel <laughs> like it's so just mm. She, she yeah. deserves so much fucking more. She's from Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, she's from Manchester mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, um, I think I know who you're on about. Yeah, her tracks with, with Miles Halfit are just unreal. Mm. Um, I think it's called Follow Me. One of my favourite tunes of all time. Sick. She just, she sounds, she's like the female version of Ocean Wisdom. Okay. She can just spit fast and just... Nice. Flow. Yeah. So welcome back <laughs> to Sam Sample. <laughs> <laughs> We're here again. Um... So from last week, we listened back to the track uh, and it was some fire and we got some new samples this week for the guys to go away and make some tracks. Should be sick. Uh, so there's some little harmonic ones. Oh, well, that, 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 the one before that one. Just some little Fair weird, yeah, some Ooh, weird little nice. harmonics in there. Mm. Um, then got some more little, melodic little, stuff little as well. Liquid drum and bass thing, aren't that? Ooh. There you go. I know you like that. triggers. That's good. That's gonna be mm. my one. Um, <laughs> Come on, if you want another like melodic one, here you go. You're actually treating oh, us with that. This one was a different recording that I did of it, but um, something happens on a guitar sometimes where the string, if you fuck up a bit, it'll like go off the end of the fretboard mm. and it makes like a really high-pitched note. Uh, it just happens nice. kind of random <laughs> unless you can do it. There you go. Oh, you hear it? Yeah. Little Little... I thought I'd keep it because it just yeah, sounded yeah, a bit yeah. different. It's nice. Uh, then there's... So that work as like something you can like chop up a little bit yeah, fuck around with. Little, and yeah, then man. you wanted <laughs> something weird. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Pick slides. Sounds like a fucking play. Jesus. Yeah. A nice one in the build up. How did nice you do that? So you just take your pick and just like put it like in between two strings and then just slide it along as slow as you want. Yeah. It just makes it does sound like a plane taking off. It or does. Some shit. It's really weird. 
Alright, that's uh, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, <laughs> this is the end of the, th- the third episode. Thank you for having me. Oh, mate. Hey. My, I look forward pleasure. to hearing the music next week. Oh, yes. Right. Well, I'm, I'm actually gassed to see what you're going to do with it as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>